Alicia, Hardcore Boxing News, how you doing? Great. Congratulations. Thank you. Would you consider this fight tougher than the last fight? I would say so. Um, I would agree that this was a tougher fight in the sense of, you know, having Mechaled who was wanting the fight. You, you know when a fighter wants it. And she just kept coming and coming. And I, and I love that. And again, like I mentioned, I had to dig deep to get this win. And, I, and she just, you know, after knocking her down, she got right back up. And um, it was great, though. I wouldn't want anybody else for this, for this undisputed fight. So it showed me as a fighter what I need to work on. I'm, I'm always improving, and I want to improve. And um, I can't wait to get back in the gym. Yeah, it like you had fun. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the number one thing. You got to have fun with this. Yeah, the feeling to be here in New York has been great. You obviously seen that women can sell out a show. We put on great performances to be back here in the States after being in the UK, which I love being in the UK. I love my UK fans. It's just great to just show America and the people who are able to come here, see me perform, and just feel the energy and the love. Um, this is building the sport of women's boxing. Many women are doing their thing, and it's just nice to highlight different stories and um, just mine included, and I'm just thankful. And again, having Tony Harrison in my corner as a, as a fighter, as a former world champion, he knows what it takes to dig deep. And um, I just have a good ear to listen, and we get we get the job done. What, I would say probably uh, the fourth to the fourth round. Fourth round, yep. Ken, what did you think about the reception you got here in New York tonight? It seemed like the crowd loved you. And when Michaela was showing the screen, she got a lot of booze. You know, what's your thoughts on that? You know, I think the, the states love me. You know, New York loves me. It was awesome to fight here again. It was a great fight week. We had a great media week this week to just build this fight for two undisputed great fighters um, doing what they do and just making history. So, again, I would love to fight here again. It's been a pleasure. Eddie just mentioned uh, wanting to do a homecoming fight. What would that mean to you? Man, a homecoming fight in Detroit would mean everything. Again, I used to, I was a club fighter back in the day selling tickets. I know I can put people in seats. I know I'm entertaining. And I know that I can sell out a great crowd, uh, whatever arena that we choose in Detroit. And it just would put Detroit back on the map. You know, Detroit has a history of boxing and just great champions coming out of that gym, um, out of that state. And again, as a woman, as someone who's pioneering through through this journey in, in the sport of boxing, it means everything everything to really just um, make a statement in my hometown. Yeah, definitely. That third round, um, you know, we, we knocked her down twice. And, you know, when you smell blood and you're hungry and you're like, oh, I got to get that. Um, you can go after, go after it a little too fast. But again, that's why we use the jab to get back to what we needed to do. And the jab is so important. So good, strong legs, a good jab will get you back on track. And, you know, we continue to show um, that we're a champion fighter. Did you think you got a, did you think you were going to finish her in the third? Did you think you were going to finish her in the third? I did. I did. But then again, I'm like, okay, she's going to keep coming forward. We're just going to, again, do what we do best. Use our jab, box, and let the openings come when they come.
come. Alicia, I spoke to you earlier this week. There was a time before the Terry Harper fight that you were pestering the man next to you on DM, trying to get a fight. You now sit next to him as the undisputed champion of the world. Just how good does it feel? Man, listen, I'm so thankful for Eddie Hearn for just giving me a opportunity. And with the opportunity, I took it by the balls and I said, let's do it. And I just continued to push myself. I believed in myself. You know, he believed in me. The team believed in me. And again, I'm just thankful. And here we are today. If you believe in yourself and you can do it, it shows and dreams do come true. So just to say as well that the way that she did it, she went to the UK as an underdog in Terry Harper's backyard to win the world title. Then she defended it. Then she took a unified shot on an, another promoter's show as the away fighter to unify the division and then become undisputed tonight. Great achievement. Eddie, you're the from the promotional side, you're the biggest supporter of the game. What inspires you to do that? Do you know what? It, it really it comes down to the business. I mean, look, I think it, you know, it's great to see females get opportunity in sport. You know, I have two daughters myself. One of them boxes, one of them plays football, and it's amazing to see now the opportunities that are being presented. But it has to work, right? If they weren't entertaining, if people, if we didn't sell out this place tonight. You know, we couldn't carry on doing what we were doing. So they're producing and they're entertaining. And what they're doing is they're motivating us because they're willing to fight champion after champion, undisputed after undisputed. And like, it's a joy as a promoter. You can go through every division and you know that every, you can make a unification against every single champion in a division. And you can make an undisputed champion in 12 months. And in, in men's boxing, it's so frustrating. You can't even make a unification, right? So I believe, and every fan believes, that you should have one champion in every division in boxing. And if you look now, you've got undisputed at 126, undisputed at 130, undisputed at 135, undisputed at 140. McCaskill lost a belt, but really undisputed at 147. Could be at 54. Clarissa at 60. Franchon Cruz is earned at 68. And you can say, who is the best? And this is now the number one super featherweight in the world. No questions about it. Is it? And that's what we've never really had in boxing. Too many belts, too much fragmentation, too much politics. And in women's boxing, that, that's not there anymore. Do you believe the way women's boxing is going, that give it 10, 20 years, it probably will be one of the most popular sports for young girls? Yeah, I, I think, you know, when, you, when a girl walks through the gym, it's not just to become a champion. And that's the same as any boy walking through the gym. It's about getting fit, it's about being strong mentally, it's about discipline, manners, respect, all the things that boxing gives you. But I'll say one thing. I've done five shows at, at this uh, venue. One was Danny Jacobs, one was Devin Haney, one was Demetrius Andrade, one was Tiafimo Lopez against Cambosis, and the other one was this. And apart from Tiafimo against Cambosis, this was the best-selling event of all of those other names. Right? So, and again, that's what gives it longevity. You can tick boxes and say, oh, let's do a female fight because it's good, it's good, it's a good look for us. No, we're not doing it because of that. We're doing it because it's good business. And that's what will give it longevity. 
and the, and the, f the female fighters now are seeing those purses going up. They're still not where they need to be. But there's no excuse now why they shouldn't be because of the revenue being driven and the, the viewership of, uh, of the events. Is there a risk that it's going to get to a point where politics will take Probably. and make it harder? Probably, and now all the other promoters will come in and agents and try and steal and rob fighters and do what they do. But I think we're, you know, we're the, the era that you're seeing now are safe to, to go on and, you know, and, you know, Alicia's changed her life in 12 months, but it's just the beginning. She's only young. She's really, she's just really coming into her prime now. Listen, I reached out to Top Rank and I said, what do you think about the Michaela Meyer Remax? This is after the first fight. And I said, make us an offer. And it better be a massive offer with plenty of zeros on it. And it never came. Zeros didn't come. Lots of lots of zeros, you know. And it never came. So they can't want it that bad because if they, you know, and we would entertain a rematch. It'd be a lot of money, but it's a massive fight in America. Huh? In Detroit. Detroit, perfect. But you know, wherever in the Garden, Vegas. But the offer's got to be right. You know, she went and boxed on their show as the away fighter and won. And they paid her well. But now it's got to be a lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how many zeros are we talking about this year? A whole bunch. The ones that never end. Undisputed zeros. Yeah, big fight. Big fight. The undisputed super featherweight champion against undisputed lightweight champion. Listen, I love Alicia against Amanda Serrano. Mm. That's an unbelievable fight as well. I mean, we, we, we're still going to win. We've got the, well, you know, MVP, but we work with them. We've, you've got the four undisputed champions from 126 to 140, and they can all fight each other. So, like, so Taylor, uh, Cameron, Taylor, Serrano, Baumgartner. They can all fight each other. See what happens on May 20th? You know, but Alicia will be looking to fight around the same time as well. But the winner, the loser of that, for, you know, if Serrano loses that fight, she's still undisputed featherweight world champion. You know, and Alicia likes to eat, but she can make 126, but she'll probably defend her 130, you know. Yeah, there's going to be, you know, she's going to fight at least twice this year. So, you know, three times minimum this year, and, and there'll be big fights. You know, you, you have to just respect when you have you have two fighters, you know. We have a, a mentality when, when you're a fighter in the ring. You know, Tony sees one thing from his fighter's eye, from a trainer's eye, and again, it just works. And when it works in the corner, that that's all that matters. And when it flows, it goes, and here we are. How long did it take you to really develop your green confidence? Like, when you saw the fights and you were great to your feet, um, you have excellent green generalship. How long did it take you to have that mindset? You know, I've been boxing since the age of eight, and I've been with, you know, great trainers. I've, I've been able to take a lot from each trainer and just build myself as a fighter. I'm a natural-born athlete. I love learning and growing, and it, you, you, you'll see just an improved fighter every time I step in the ring. So, again, like Eddie said, I'm, I'm really stepping into my prime. I'll be 29 this year, and, um, you know, you'll just see more and more. Listen, he has his fight March 12th. We're going to see. 
Eddie mentioned kind of white, you know, you've got four disputed champions there, Shantel Cameron being the biggest at 140. Did you jump up to 140? Absolutely. Is it fair to say that this is a golden era of women boxing? Absolutely. Y'all got to capitalize on this moment. With This is a movement, like I've, I've been preaching, for just women's sports. And boxing has just elevated that in the, in the, in the sport of boxing, so it's great. Yeah, I would say I gave myself an 8 out of 10 today. Um, you know, I have to go back and watch it. I know the things I have to work on. And again, I'm always trying to improve. So 8 out of 10, definitely need to know what I got. I know what I got to do next time. But um, that's the sport of boxing. This is what I love, and I love learning. I thought she was great, and I thought it was a lot of pressure because she was just expected to win tonight. And that was what I was worried about in, a, in, in camp, was like, she just, you know, Brian would say, oh, she's a bit confident, you know, she thinks she's just going to walk through this girl. And, and when you're thinking about other things, sometimes they're the most dangerous fights. Last question, guys, if there's one yeah, more. Alicia, you said that you go up to 140, Eddie said you go down to 126. What, what do you feel like your true range is in terms of weight? Because like, Katie generally says at 135, Amanda said she was like this day at 126. Where's your range? Honestly, I like 130 um, to 140. You know, I'm comfortable. I can make those weights very easy, and I don't have to drain myself. So you have a strong fighter at all three weights. Thanks, everyone. The undisputed two for weight champion of the world.